And now, the Transatlantic Division. Happy New Year, Roman. Happy New Year to you, Jim. Happy New Year to all of our listeners. This is what we used to be called the Trash Brothers, and now it's the Transatlantic Division. Successful return to basketball podcasting. Where you don't just discuss the hot topics in the NBA world. We also highlight the differences between our two great nations. Yes, yes indeed, in that mine elected a fascist, and yours has yet to do that. Well, we're, we've got a, a leprechaun and a man that looks like he's about to make his communion. <laughs> Six-year-old man. He really does, doesn't he? He's he got does, that kind of yeah. nervous smile of like, oh God, all my relatives are here. You can imagine him with the rosette on his, uh, yeah. on his jacket. <laughs> Okay, listen, uh, we, we closed out last year with the finals. Uh, we're not going to talk about last year. I want to talk about it's this done. year. It's in the books. It's in the books. It's Nobody in the past. Anymore. Look forward. You must look forward. The anus horribles. Absolutely. That was 2016. Damn you, 2016. Great for sports. Great for sports. Great for sports. Are you <laughs> yeah. kidding me? The Cubs? Yeah. That's what I kept thinking. It was such a great, you know. 3-1 like, leads being overcome in, in, in basketball and in the World Series? Yeah, like. Leicester uh, City, who I don't give a shit about soccer, but they're, them winning the title was a big deal, apparently. Uh, Peyton Manning uh, somehow scraping a Super Bowl. Leicester winning the Premier League. It's just like. It's been a ridiculously good yeah. year of sports. So, you the know. Chicago Cubs, the most cursed team in all of American sports. Yeah, we lost David Bowie, but yeah. Yeah, we saw some great dunks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this season so far in the NBA, obviously we're living in Dublin. We're As right a league there. pass person, who are your league pass? Like, obviously the Cavs, obviously the Warriors. Okay, everybody wants to watch those guys. Outside of those guys. Who will you click on on a slate of games? If the Timberwolves are playing, I'm watching. The Timberwolves are great. I love watching the Timberwolves. Their three 21-year-olds are about as exciting as uh, basketball gets. Did you see Chris Dunn dribble the ball around Shabazz Napier? Total playground move. Put the ball to his left. I'm going to run around you to my right and just go right by him. It's the most embarrassing, disrespectful thing I've seen on a basketball court in a long time. It's only when lads in the NBA pull off moves like that, you're just thinking, yo, fair Fair bloody play to you. That was because uh, if that goes wrong and your coach is Tom Tim, oh my god, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, you're, not, <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not playing for three weeks, man. Sit down. <laughs> That's what's hilarious about watching the Timberwolves also on on League Pass. If it's there. Like, when they're playing, I watch the Wizards a lot, obviously, because that's my team. But, uh, so the Wizards have te- terrible attendance. So every time they play, it's it's a really quiet arena. Mm. And all you can hear is Thibodeau just screaming at me, Rotate! Get over! Uh-huh. That poor guy, he's got to be the loudest coach in the league. I, I think, uh, how would you not have th- throat problems? Yeah. You know, because uh, he's such he's got such a guttural scream. Absolutely. A lot of friction that. in there. Um, you know who I love? The Milwaukee Bucks. Similar to the, to the Timberwolves net. Their yeah, best years are definitely ahead of them. And you're trying to figure out, can these guys get it right? But like the talent, like Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo is my favorite player to watch right now. Yeah, he is, um, he's otherworldly, isn't he? He's got 12-inch hands. So his hand span is 12 inches wide. From was, pinky to thumb. I was googling his hands yeah. last weekend, and then and you and then you and then you take a ruler and look at your own hand and go, "Wow, his hand is twice that the is size." Of exactly what I did. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I looked at his uh, I looked at his hands, and you know it's very hard to get a like scale because a lot yeah, of yeah, them yeah. are just pictures of his hands. Yeah, a yeah, like, picture of his hands, oh, no okay. good. It, it, apparently, they're the biggest hands ever in the NBA. Yeah, they're incredible. And I took out a ruler and I felt 
Um, very masculine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's playing point guard. Point he's actually guard. running the point. Like he's the first real point forward. People have been using the phrase point forward since Larry Bird. But he's actually bringing the ball up the court. And his, his strides are so long, he gets from half court to the basket in like three or four steps. All the other coaches keep yelling can... traveling on him. Because it looks like he's traveling. But he's not. He, he, yeah, sorry, go on. He just covers yards with each stride. It's incredible. It's and, so much fun to watch. And his crazy uh, Euro step mm. that looks like... Uh, he buries people. It's just, it's just, he look, uh, what's he look like? A daddy long legs or like a spider. Or, yeah. And uh, it's, it, it's almost like ungainly, but then he takes off and he can fly jump. Yeah. You know what also makes him so much fun to watch? His angry face. Yeah. After yeah, a yeah. dunk, a Giannis stink face is one of my favorite things. That game against LeBron where he just said, I'm as good as LeBron James. Honestly, uh, for a couple weeks after that game, every time. They were both active on the same night. I'd call them up in basketball reference. Their numbers are awfully similar. Yeah, if you yeah. go back over the last 30, 60 days, they're both averaging around 24 points a game, same number of rebounds, same number of minutes. And and it, it, LeBron is almost the player. He, he doesn't resemble him in any sort of physical way, but in the way that they're both such outliers physically. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what's similar about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say exactly the same thing. They are actually... Um... They're, they're both, they do similar things yeah. for their teams, but they're they're uh, both a lot. <laughs> faster than they should be for their size. They're both just they're both just too athletic. They look like secret characters that you've unlocked in a video game. Uh, yeah, exactly. What people used to always say about LeBron, what, like how impressive he was in person, mm. was that he could cover the floor in like yeah. six strikes. Yep, yep, yep. But now they're saying about Giannis, he can do it in five. Yeah, it's just it's, it's absolutely it's so much. So, and if, if Thon Maker gets good, that's going to be a dangerous goddamn team. The Bucks. Thon Maker looks like uh, some kind of uh, like Marvel superhero. Mm. And I, Jabari Parker's all right down low. Jabari Parker is such a just He's nice a player. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, they're, yeah, so listen, just, that's your favorite league pass team. That's my favorite league pass team. Milwaukee. Zach Levine. Do I, I, I do want to give a little mention to Zach Levine. Oh, Zach Levine. He's just uh, he's uh, a nice player to watch. He is a nice player to watch. He's, I can't believe he's stroking threes at the radius. He's great. But Milwaukee plays Minnesota on the 11th of March. Oh, I've got that one circled. I will be tuning in uh, for that, absolutely. January's got a couple of big games in it. Golden State's got a great little slate at home. On January 17th, they play Cleveland. And then they turn around two nights later and play Oklahoma City. We haven't uh, talked about Russell Westbrook yet. You think he's going to average a triple-double? I don't really you don't like get watching... I, I get, I get what he does. Uh, I get how, um, like, unbelievably physically gifted he is, but I don't like watching him play basketball. You know, actually, now that I think about it, clicking on an Oklahoma City game, they got to have a good opponent. I'm not just going to click on the Thunder to to watch to them watch play him Charlotte or somebody. Yeah. yeah, to watch yeah. him go for his triple double every night, and then I know and then lose. You know, yeah. he gets he gets a triple double, and Oklahoma City loses by eight. But no, you want to talk about James Harden. And the Rockets. Yeah, and the Rockets. Yeah, because I think they're bad for basketball. How could they be? I, I, I can't believe this. I think because, like, is there anything? What's the worst thing? What's the worst thing to watch in basketball? Hack a shack when they're just fouling Demarcus Cousins or somebody. Exactly, but these guys are artificially creating like a reverse hack a shack. You, where James Harden just tricks anybody to foul him. Free throws are the worst things to watch. Okay, I buy that. I actually James Harden is a player I love to watch. I, he, I mean, yeah. he is just he's so smooth and he's so um, he's pure. He's pure basketball. You know, he's just uh, he's pure, isn't he? He's James pure. Harden. 
He's just, he's just got. A, is pure. His technique is so good. You know, okay. he's got great feet. He's got a great shot. He's got great hands. He's the great the technique of his that I like the most is this thing that uh, I don't. Every time he does it, I think it looks so simple, and I wonder why nobody else does it, or I wonder if it's a lot harder to do than it seems. It's where if somebody will reach for the ball, but they're not even reaching. They're not. They're just extending their hand yeah. maybe six inches forward from where it is, and he immediately goes into his upward shooting motion with his arms. He catches your hand in his elbow, yep. and that's a foul on you, a shooting yep. foul. He's yep. going to the line and shooting too. Why doesn't everybody do that? Or is it just because he's smarter because and quicker? Yeah. yeah, that that is what it is. Mm. Um, he knows. I, I, the thing with James Harden is like he knows exactly what he's doing. Mm. Two, three steps. From, you know, I've thought of a way to describe it. If if you didn't know it was James Harden, if he was wearing like a hood, and, yeah, you'd know it was James Harden just by the way he moves, by the way. Right on. Um, so he's one of those players that you can tell who it is by their silhouette of watching them move. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. Exactly. That's gotcha. exactly what it is. And uh, but my, I, I suppose the the overall point is that. The Rockets are just a very, very bad team to watch. It's all three pointers and um, dunks. Yeah. And there's nothing. But statistically, isn't that what we should all be striving for? Like, aren't, aren't those the money shots? Yeah, but see, I and yet, it, and yet it doesn't work. Um, and I yet it's not fun to watch. Whereas aesthetically, the Warriors are also doing a similar thing: a lot of three pointers, a lot of dunks, and they're a blast to watch. Is it because there's more ball movement? Um, or is it because I have a crush on Steph Curry? Yeah, I suppose it's somewhere between. Um, it's like D'Antoni's seven-second offense, so nothing ever gets going. It's just like shoot or dunk. And yeah, we, let's and take get it back. and get back. <laughs> it's um, amazing. They sprint back and then they don't play D. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing about them. I I actually like defense as yeah. a as a part of the game, mm. and for a team to as blatantly disregard it uh, as they do, I mean, there is something fun about. It. A team going, we're gonna outgun you. Yeah, and uh, one one thirty to one twenty seven scoreline is not bad. The best form of defense is scoring more than the other team. But when you actually see it, it's like, I know a good set of rotations is actually pretty fun to watch because you is. think like, wow, that's really good ball movement on the offense, and they got nowhere. Yeah, yeah. You think about Kevin Love yeah. in the finals last year, mm-hmm. and he, um, when he. Um, Defended uh, Steph Curry in the dying seconds. There, that yeah, was great to watch. You know, excellent, excellent um, stuff. So yeah, I, your boy I, Wiggins on the Timberwolves. I like watching that too. Occasionally he'll get stuck one on one defending somebody, and I like watching him play defense one on one. Not not a post up move, but like at the top of the key where somebody's trying to dribble penetrate on him. It's yeah, exactly. And another thing about is he's actually brilliant in the mid range. Mm. Uh, he's got lovely like Jordan esque uh, step back turn around mm-hmm. jumpers, and uh, he's just great. Like he needs to get a haircut though, man. Ten to fifteen. Uh, Andrew Wiggins' hair is terrible. It, I kind of like it. Ah. I kind of like it. It's I like it's the, awful. Uh, awful. Aaron Baines got the worst hair in the league, though. That's Aaron my vote. Baines does have the worst hair in the league. He's got he's the high and tight, the, the McGregor, but then he's got a man bun going on the top of it. Combined yeah. with a big salty beard, ugh, he looks uh, terrible. He should get a big pneumatic mask yeah. uh, and drop the last <laughs> S in his name. Um, yeah, absolutely should. You know, he's in it. Uh, yeah, if you're yeah. talking frustrating hair, you were going nuts. We were watching the end of the of the Knicks. We were watching the end of. of Nick's Bucks, and you couldn't stop yelling at Ron Baker about his hair. Oh my God, it's, it's the <laughs> most annoying thing I've I've seen. It's kind of boy bandish, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We we were talking last year about somebody else getting a sweatband, but I can't remember who it was. But yeah, we I, I came in here and you had the uh, Nick's Bucks on uh, your TV, mm-hmm. and this guy Baker, I, I think we were watching it for maybe five minutes. Yeah. And he did his hair twelve times. 
I counted. Well, I mean, but he's got long hair. It's in his eyes, and he's got nothing holding it back. He has to play with his hair. Like he he is forced. To, he's put himself into the place where he has to. He has to get his hands in it. Otherwise, he can't fucking see. Kelly Olynyk wears tiny little shoes. Did you ever notice that about him? Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever no. noticed that? He wears. Check it out, listeners. <laughs> uh, the next time you're watching the Celtics play. He's Celtics underrated league pass team. Very good call, Jim. They've Very got it. They've got call. you know why? They get bonus points for unimaginably horrific Boston accent on their color guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He is good. He's a bit of a homer. He's a, <laughs> he's a homer. <laughs> he sounds like he's, it's basically listening to Bill Burr's podcast <coughs> if Bill Burr watched basketball. Yeah. But yeah, Celtics are uh, the uh, Isaiah Thomas is great to watch, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Great to see a little bit. Oh, God. And uh, he's Marcus fast Smart is a pretty good basketball player. He's not bad. Uh, good defender. Yep, absolutely great team. Um, they push it, and uh, then they've got some funny big white lads as well. <laughs> <laughs> like the, they've got like the stretched out Abercrombie model. Yeah, uh, and then obviously the other end of the uh, attractiveness scale is Kelly Olynyk. Kelly, his, poor his tiny unfortunate Kelly Olynyk. I can't believe you haven't noticed his shoes. They look like soccer shoes. <laughs> you know, they're uh, really low. No, never noticed. I must check them out. Check them out. The yeah. Nike Predator Eights or something. Something like that. Yeah, Nike Predator. God, you're some yank. He's <laughs> why? What do you call them? Adidas Predators. Are they Adidas Predators? Yeah, I they are. Yeah. No, man, it's soccer shoes. Who gives a crap? Um, yeah, he but... is goofy looking, and I tell you, a goofy looking white guy. Huh. The Celtics white uniforms don't do him any favors. No, they don't uh, at all. Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you, that the Celtics with their heritage and even name mm. uh, would look better on Hibernian skin <laughs> uh, and it really does it there's some when you because it, it looks great on black lads it does it really yeah, green yeah, yeah. And white green and white green looks and, fantastic oh, looks, Kevin Garnett are you kidding me oh my looks god looks incredible yeah so okay Kevin Garnett in a green Celtics jersey or Michael Jordan in a Red Bulls one I mean that's you, iconic you're styling you're, styling. you're pimping absolutely Okay, so say let's say uh, let's you know cast our minds into the future where Ronan Grace is playing in the NBA. Ronan Grace is a Caucasian male, not too pale. What color jersey would you like to wear? Uh, what is where would you good, like to play? Based on which I would actually uh, insist with my agent that that is one of my number one priorities. Oh, absolutely! To, to look nice in to the look jersey. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If it's 1994, don't send me to Houston. I don't care if Hakeem Olajuwon plays there. They got those awful pinstripe uniforms. They look terrible. But yeah, yeah, they did. They did. They were pretty bad, and I I can't remember who the the white guy in that team was. They got me, dude. Yeah, um, yeah, but so okay. Currently, um, all right. NBA so you don't. So you don't want to wear white. If you're a white player, you don't. You don't, want, you don't wear really want to wear white. No, you don't. How about black? How does How does JJ Redick look in the Clippers black? Uh, JJ Redick. Oh, JJ Redick to me always looks like he do a bit of a wash. <laughs> Um, and I like him. Uh, shout out to uh, the vertical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll we'll see if they can get we can get them to pimp our podcast. You know, um, the vertical is a great podcast. Um, but you know, it's you know what we are better than CBS hmm. on basketball. That is an incredibly poor podcast. I've never even heard of it. Calling you out, CBS. Who the hell are CBS? Christian Brothers schools? Basketball? No, no, no. C- like as in CBS America. Oh, 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 right, right, right. Uh, Their basketball podcast is so bad. I don't listen to Ours it. Ours is better produced than that. And Jim... This is terrible. We're at a kitchen table yeah. uh, with a pair of headphones. But anyway, anyway... With a single pair of headphones and a uh, single so microphone. Black looks good. So most of the black jerseys look pretty good. Black looks good. Um, what of the colors? Red looks all right. I red think. is okay. Now, there's a caveat to that. 
you can't be a redhead. True. Yeah. So Brian Scalabrine, who used to come off the bench for the Celtics, the the fieriest ginger in the entire league, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody who has redder hair in the league. He can't wear red. I can think of other lads with red hair. So Matt Bonner. Matt. But nobody shines as bright. Oh boy. Uh, upstairs. But if you put him in a, in a red uniform, he looks like a comic book character. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was on the Bulls, wasn't he? Nah, he was on the Celtics. I think he's out so, of the league so now. Bulls had a, a redhead. Yeah, but anyway, look, yeah. it does look bad. <laughs> Orange and red. It's, Orange and red yeah. is terrible. Um, so uh, navy, I think, looks good. So if you think navy. of the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an okay that color gris, for that whatever reason. boy does look good down there. Yeah, there you go. He does. Uh, yellow, terrible. Yellow, terrible. Stay away. I can't think of anybody who had yellow except for the old Nuggets uniforms. Oh, my God. And the, the, Wizards, the Wizards used to have a third uniform that was gold. It was gold with black shorts. This was back in the Gilbert Arenas years. I remember that. Jesus, it was horrible. I got a really bad... Um, um, a, f- a friend of mine went to Toronto and asked him for a pair of shorts, black shorts, and he came back with a, a red jersey with Graham 14 on the back. Do you know who Graham is? Oh. He is the biggest draft bust in Toronto history. And you know, it's a Reebok. They were Reebok for two years. Oh, no. It's the worst jersey. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Toronto... I love Toronto. I, they're never. It's going to be three straight years of Eastern Conference Finals and out for them. They're never going to beat the Cavs. And I mean, Demar Derozan is doing his best Kobe impression, living by the the mid range twos right now, and he's doing pretty well. But I just don't see them beating the Cavaliers. I yeah, really don't. They just they just don't have enough. And uh, they, you know what? It's funny. I, they did pass through my mind when we were talking about good leap passing. Mm-hmm. They're, nope, they're not. Are they? No, I don't like watching not. them. Um, uh, De- DeMar DeRozan is impressive as everything he's doing I would rather read the box score the next day than yeah. watch him play I like DeMar DeRozan uh, I've made that clear on this podcast mm. but uh, yeah I kind of I suppose that selfish gunner streak yeah. you know yeah. uh, I'm gonna get man <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah so uh, are they gonna beat the Cavs no, no. they aren't no, uh, because uh, during the week uh, this is probably the um, most newsy we'll ever get, but uh, mm. the Corbett trade is a big, big, that big deal. Is literally well, what's not because they're not paying that much. Well, they really are not paying that much, which is odd to me because okay, Corver, I don't think he's valuable on the Hawks right now because he really can't create for himself. I think he's incredibly valuable on the Cavs. You park him in the corner, and it means nobody can rotate off of him because he, you know, he's still he only takes five a game. But I was checking it this morning; he still shoots forty percent from three. And you're not going to leave that open. 48, Jim. So, really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like a, an absolutely incredible shooter. You know, really, really a, a dead-eye marksman. But all they're giving up is Mike Dunleavy, who sucks. I hate Mike Dunleavy. The best thing that ever <laughs> happened to He's, Mike Dunleavy. Yeah, because like, uh, yeah, you like white thugs, man. No, no, no. I do not. I do yeah, not. you do. He had a really good series for the Bulls in the playoffs. And uh, was that was that when Giannis body checked him at the end of the series? That was awesome. I think it was. Yeah, that was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That was the best thing that happened in that whole series. Yeah. Giannis just ran the whole end of the floor. The season was over, and he threw a shoulder in him like they were playing hockey. Yeah, I, I, Fuck I, I, Mike I kind of like Grafter is a good shooter. Yeah, but look, he he wasn't he wasn't uh, contributing in any meaningful way to the Cavaliers. Exactly. So you think he's going to contribute on the Hawks? And they get him, and they get <coughs> a first round draft pick, which the Cavaliers' first round draft pick is basically a second round draft pick because they're yeah, going to be in the finals. Yeah, like, yeah. So. Um, it's it's just it's such an amazing uh, trade for uh, for Cleveland for Cleveland because if you think it like so uh, you're gonna have to defend Love 
LeBron and Kyrie, obviously. Yeah. So, Corver could be like, you know, he could be giving you 15, 20 points uh, per game just on spot up He's, he's not going to score 20 a game. I don't even think We'll see. We'll even, see. We'll see. You In think the playoffs. The deal's not even really done yet, but I guess it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, it just, um, I think it, if it, it didn't really need to be, but it absolutely cements the, um, the Cavaliers' uh, status as, as, as outrageous finals participants. Finals participant. Yeah. You I, don't. You don't think the Warriors are going to make it out of the West, though? Um, I'm getting more and more, um, like doubtful. Hmm. Like, Who do you see knocking them off? Jim, we were here last year and we were talking about like the Warriors absolutely changing basketball, literally changing yeah. the way basketball is played. Yeah. And a lot of that was because. Steph Curry is one of the most unique. Well, because he's uh, got that range. Anybody with forty foot range, that now the floor is bigger. The greatest shooter we've ever seen, mm. and they're possibly you know they're a legacy team, and they go out and they get Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant, which sounds good, right? You telling me it's not? I'm not. I don't know. I. I I've I've done a one eighty on this. Wow! Because I just think as much. Uh, if imagine if you were Steph Curry. Okay. And he's you know he's one of these good guys, and I'm yeah. sure he's like, hey yeah, guys, yeah, go yeah. team first, blah blah blah. But you're back to back MVP. Yeah. And a team goes out and gets a better player than you. Arguably. Arguably. But there's no way in hell they even started talking about that without clearing it with Steph Curry. Like, that's... I, I know, I know. And I'm wondering, was he kind of like... It probably sounded like a really good idea. But the way he's been with injury, I think, and there's a bit of a drop-off. He just doesn't have the magic huh. um, that he used to. Well, he's not lighting it up like he was last year or the year before during the regular season. He doesn't really have to, though. That's true. That's true. Maybe he's got to the point of his career where you know he's pulling back a little, yeah. or um, wouldn't kill him to save a little in the tank for the finals. Yeah, because it, it, he Although, ran out of gas last year. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's running out of gas or it's the fact that he had to play the entire second half of the playoffs <coughs> with a busted knee. <coughs> yeah, like yeah. He, he did twist it pretty bad, and uh, I, I don't know. It just didn't look like himself in the finals. But uh, but man, Kevin Durant on that team—that's a good team. Who's gonna beat him? Who's beating him out west? Not the Spurs. Not the Clippers. Not the Clippers. Not the Rockets. Not Portland. Mm. The closest yeah, teams the are are the are the the Wolves and the Bucks because they can match them with length. But those guys are not. They're just not as good, and they haven't been playing together as long. They're like you know so two maybe two years from now. Then yeah, we'll be talking about maybe the Wolves, maybe the Bucks. But right now, you see in the West, I think the top seed is going to get a pretty tricky. Uh, seven to eight seeds. You think? Well, I think like isn't it going to be somebody like the Bucks or the Bucks or Utah maybe? Utah, who are a I really like Utah. Uh, I hate Utah. Oh come on! Uh, I'm not watching Utah. Uh, I'm not watching the goddamn Jazz. Uh, I don't care. They, they, well, they're such a great league pass team. Uh, Hayward is an unbelievable player, and so is um, uh, Rudy so Gobert. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> not in my maison. <laughs> I love uh, watching Rudy Gobert get best defensive on. center in the league. Uh, uh, Andre Drummond. 
is having a very good year, but I. But no, he's I, he's I, wasting away in Detroit. Same with Boogie in Sacramento. Uh, yeah, Boogie. You see, but Boogie makes Sacramento a pretty good league pass. Oh team. yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch Sacramento. Oh, I absolutely love watching Boogie Cousins. Another, you know, like six foot eleven can run the floor and just such a bad attitude. It's I like him when he plays angry. Oh my god! I like him when he plays like. Hey, here's here's a trivia question for you. Who in the league this year has lost more money in fines and ejections than Boogie Cousins? It's John Wall. No way. John Wall is playing furious. Because they were so terrible the first two months of the season. Yeah. They turned it around a little bit in December, the Wizards, but they were so terrible the first two months. And John Wall is tired of getting disrespected. He keeps getting Sorry. kicked out of games. He probably just wants to get an early shower and get out of there. It just kind of goes to show how off the radar the Wizards have. And that's the thing. They had one nationally televised game in January. It's one of only the three for the year. And they got it taken away. And they, they announced were, that over the Christmas break. No way. Eh, and John Wall started tweeting about it. And then the next night, he went out and destroyed the Knicks. He had a couple of crazy passes. Dude, John Wall is playing out of his mind right yeah. now, and nobody gives a shit. Yeah, it's because, I mean, every team you can think of has a pretty, like any contenders have their point guards. It's because we're sorted. living in a golden age of basketball. Absolutely. Basketball is so goddamn good right now. It really is, Jim, isn't it? It, it, it genuinely is the, a golden age of basketball. There's so many great players, so many stars, so, mm-hmm. many, so many good teams, so, so many teams doing different things. And, and this battle just... of the titans that we're getting with Cleveland and Golden State, I think it's fantastic for basketball, and also I think it's something that Michael Jordan never had. That yeah, LeBron yeah. James gets that Michael Jordan did not have a super team on the other side of the playoffs that they had to look forward to to play every year. Jordan was like, I I think and uh, I think I read this. You can in say a, it, Jim. In a Simmons, Michael column. Jordan is overrated. No, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, but he, he never. I mean, the Carmelone, Stockton. Um, oh come on, Jazz. Fuck I mean, those guys. I'm actually sounding like if you put all the stuff I said together today, uh, there's a touch of the white supremacist about there me today. There absolutely is. There absolutely Pepe um, the Frog over here. Yeah, yeah. I really like Utah, and uh, here is a guy to Gordon white Hayward. Skin and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I like the Mario Rosen. I said that didn't I? I yeah, yeah, and yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. He's absolutely. Really black. I like him. He's got a nice smile. All right. So, what are you looking forward to most in the second half of the season? Anything? Um, or are you just waiting for the playoffs to start? Well, I'm just, uh, I, I, I'm just really enjoying watching basketball. To be honest, I've never enjoyed a regular season so much. There were a lot of good games on Christmas Day, wasn't there? I, I enjoyed. Uh, I actually yeah, watched Celtics Knicks with my mom. What did your mom think of Celtics Knicks? Is he that tall? Is he? <laughs> He's not. He couldn't be. <laughs> Who was she talking about? And how big is he? <laughs> and then uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas uh, ran with the ball, and I was like, you know that that guy? He's the same size as Dad. <laughs> but that's t- but, but that's normal. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's what a normal man looks like in and a forest of men. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's just running around him. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Yeah, we went uh, we went deep. That's uh, great. Watching watching basketball and carry over to Christmas with the mother. With some water. Um, but yeah, so uh, what are my hopes for the new year? Uh, I want the Timberwolves to start winning games because yeah. they have a real problem actually uh, winning. Yeah, and um, chalking up the W's. Yeah, they they could do with a like uh, let's say a thirty year old kind of um, vet, I mm. suppose. They could do with their own version of Kendrick Perkins. They could, you know, Kendrick Perkins was that kind of stabilizing older guy influence. Kendrick Perkins was on um, the uh, the Vertical podcast. I'm I'm not sure was it with uh, JJ Redick or uh, Woj. Hmm. 
but he, he that was a great listen. I didn't listen to that, but I should. It is. Oh, yeah, he's a. Have you have you been watching any of the uh, Inside the NBA Area Twenty One where Kevin Garnett gets its own segment? No. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. He's he seems for for all of his anger on the court, everybody likes Kevin Garnett. So whoever his guest is, they just have they just have the crack talking about yeah, stuff. Yeah, I used to I used to absolutely adore Kevin Garnett. He does. He was like um, when when I was just getting into uh, basketball, you know. Uh, I guess ten or eleven. He he had just come straight out of straight out of high school. High school. Oh my god! To, um, yeah. So uh, just yeah, he was always such a cool cool player and just uh, just uh, yeah, but a, just an asshole as well on the on, well, on the court. On the court. But I think I don't think it was ever personal. Really respected him for it, didn't they? You know, one of my favorite stories about Stephen Adams, uh, the the big Kiwi on the Thunder, because uh, when Kevin Garnett retired, they were going around Stephen asking Williams. everybody. They were asking everybody for their their favorite. Uh, Kevin Garnett shit talking story. Oh right, and 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 they were like, so Stephen, you're a center who plays in the West. You matched up against him. Uh, did he ever? Did he ever shit talk? He goes, well, first time I ever played against him, he said something to me, and I just leaned forward and I said, sorry, mate, no English. And then he never said anything no to me way. ever again. That's brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. That's good. Anyway, listen, yeah. man, I think that's gonna be it for us. We're gonna wrap it up. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do one or two more of these, but really we're going to kick it into into high gear once the playoffs roll around. Yeah. Once again, uh, I am Jim Elliott. You can find me on Twitter at Jim Petuous, Facebook slash Jim Elliott Comedy. Ronan? Uh, I'm at uh, Ronan J. Grace on Twitter. Thanks very much, guys. We out. <laughs>